Hey, I'm Jim McGinnis, and this is Stories We Can Tell. At its heart, reflections on history, literature, and music. Stories about individual journeys and struggles and victories. It's about Americans. America, or as much as I have seen. I've been teaching and coaching down here in my hometown of Melbourne, Florida, for the past 35 years. And three years ago, I wrote a book called Tending to the Past. Imagine that, Reflections of an American History Teacher. Since then, I've published a collection of poetry called Point South, mostly about my love for Florida. Surely a verse or two will slip in from time to time. Many years ago, a friend of mine gave me two cherished gifts, a book of Frost poetry and a John Prine record. Thanks, Ferg, wherever the twain shall meet. From there to Carl Sandburg and Hemingway to Jim Harrison, Jim Lepper, and old Jimmy Buffett. My gumbo of influences may help explain what you hear. So thanks goes out to all the links in the chain. Miles to go. Miles to go. October is when the humidity relents and the first semblance of a chilly morning appears and you suspect a change of seasons, but you're always wrong. It's nothing but a big exhale. Uh, the breezy evening reminded me of one of my favorite writers, Shelby Struther. Thought I'd share with you another one of his great columns. This is May 15th, 1983, St. Petersburg Times. It is almost time to go, and the father and his boy walk on the pier one last time. The sun heads for its hammock. The breeze whips across their faces as they walk up the wooden ramp. Time for a cool one. Draft beer and a glass of orange juice, says the man, reaching into his cutoffs for a waterlogged $5 bill. The boy, already yawning from a long day at the beach, asks, Where does the sun go when it gets dark? To Colorado. Both laugh and sip their drinks and crinkle their noses as the taste clashes with the salty aftertaste in their mouths. They sit on a wooden bench to watch the sun sneak away, and then they walk to the end of the pier to see if any big fish have been caught. They look as old men pull up stringers of trophies and dinner. They listen as liars tell near misses. Then they walk back down the pier and let their callous feet cool in the soft, damp sand. The first hint of evening salt spray appears. There can be no better time of day or place to be than in the sand of the beach at the end of the day in Florida. The soft light massages, bodies warm from exercise and baked by the sun, relax. The gentle glow permeates all the way to the brain, loosens the barnacles, frees the soul. Florida. It's having a house with a porch, and the porch has a tin roof, and great Australian pines shed needles on the roof, and the sun bleaches them rusty orange. And the little boy of three decades ago calls them Florida snow. 
It's the smell of a mangrove flat at low tide. It's the stink of the river in late summer. Foul smelling, no doubt, but if it's nature's aroma, but as long as it isn't man-made, you can deal with it. It's pondering the needlefish, one of the beautiful creations in the water. It's also turning your head the first time you see the underside of a female horseshoe crab, surely the ugliest of God's work. It's the music made in a marina as the boats and dock hold a symphony, the halyards slamming in the breeze against the mast, the seagulls shrieking backup melodies. It's getting up early and waiting for the fog to burn off and watching the sandpiper skitter on the shoreline. They chase the tide as it creeps backwards, then retreat as the next wave crashes the shore. Can there be any better sense of accomplishment than making your own gig, then going out and spearing a mullet on only your 20th or 30th try? Daddy, what's going on? You're just sitting there, says the boy, sitting on the hood of his car. The man smiles. He has been somewhere else. He looks around. A couple holds hands and walks down the beach. They look old, but happy. Coming the other way is a man with leathery skin and a sun-bleached ponytail. He also looks old, but happy. See that man over there? He's a clamor. See, look at his feet. See how scarred they are? People who work with their hands, you can tell it. People who dig clams and oysters for a living, you can tell it too. The harvest of seashells never ends. The supply builds overnight. In the morning, the seekers and searchers and shellers return. Some carry plastic buckets and shovels. Others push metal detectors. A few pick up the artifacts of the deep and try to skim them over the waves. The true Floridian learns to turn the shells over with his toes. He inspects them and then, using his toes again, picks the prizes up. There are two wonderful months in Florida, June and October. In June, the rage of summer approaches and challenges the last breezes of spring and warns of the days to come when the heat and the air are the same thing. October is when the humidity relents and the first semblance of a chilly morning appears and you suspect it's a change of seasons. But you're always wrong. It's nothing but a big egg sale. Did you ever see a stingray flap through shallow water like it was trying to take off and fly? How about going to the shrimp aquarium at the bait shop? Did you ever notice how some of the bigger, older shrimp scramble for the area in the tank where the pump is located? Do they really think you can't see them because of all the bubbles? Drawbridges are nice. They force you to relax. You can even get out of the car and look over the tide and maybe a sea cow. Fishermen still spit on their bait for luck. Daddy, it's dark, the boy interrupts again. We're eating under the pier, son. Get your flannel shirt out of the car, it's getting chilly. The hole is already dug, the charcoal stacked and lit, the cinder blocks on each side hold the grill at just the right level. The clams and oysters begin to pop open. The feast is beginning. Rock shrimp. How many years did fishermen toss them away as trash fish, cursing the fact they clogged their nets? Remember the first time you tried to catch a lobster? It's even more exciting if you only use a snorkel. 
the pain of the memory is that you didn't know how you were supposed to use gloves and your arms looked like you just lost the sword fight with a swordfish. Smoked mullet is an art form, <clears throat> except you must eat your masterpieces. Conch chowder tastes better when you pry the mighty mollusks from their houses with your bare hands. The man looks at the bounty of food and wonders why pirates used to scan the ocean's belly for treasures of another kind. <clears throat> the sun has disappeared. Soon it will be time for the sea turtles to drag themselves ashore. With tears oozing from their sad eyes, these beasts will lay as many as 150 eggs in their night. They turn back and slowly head for their destiny, back in the beckoning sea. Damn, that's good. The man tells his boy that time many years ago when his father bought him his first cast net. He recounts the time of practicing, learning to hold, hold it in his mouth just right, how to drape the net over your prey. The next day, he promised his father, I'm going to fill the freezer with filet meat. <clears throat> then the man says with a laugh that the first cast of that net had been over a school of bluefish. They chewed it to pieces, the man said. The boy says, I'm sorry. Me too. The bloat of dinner subsides. Mosquitoes begin scraping. The wind gusts. The sand stings it as it slaps bare legs. The surf crashes closer. The tide is coming in. It's time to go. The boy is asleep. The man carries him to his car, then returns to the cooler, <clears throat> which, like him, is now empty. Driving home with the radio off and the windows down and the tear ducts filling, the man sings songs to himself. In the back seat, his boy suddenly cries out, leg cramps. Body surfing for six hours does that to young legs, and no aloe plant can make it feel better. It'll be okay, son. They'll go away. I had them a lot when I was your age. You just tried to do too much. Besides, you won't be coming back to the beach for a while. Boy cries again. I'm Jim McGinnis, and that was Shelby Struther. Fair winds.